Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Here we are. The, <laughs> actually, what is this? It's the last day. The last day of 2019. Here the we are. The last day of the decade. I know. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah. How did, how did we get here? And uh, if you're listening in, this is being recorded on the afternoon of the 31st of December, 2019. When you hear this published on Saturday, uh, we just want to say Happy New Year. Happy New Decade to everybody. What a run. What a rush. It is so exciting looking back and looking forward. And Larry, I know that's what we're going to do today. This is going to be a fantastic conversation. Yeah, no, it is. But hey, but before I do that, I was just, I was just thinking of something. Can you now let's, let's go back a, another decade before this, right? Uh-huh. So let's go back to 1999 when everyone was freaking out when it was going to go from <laughs> 1999 to 2000. Do you remember? God, that's 20 years ago already. And everyone was freaking out going, we're going to, what's going to happen, right? It's a new millennium and all that. What's going to happen? Nothing. Yeah, but it was a great time in sales. Remember all the paranoia around all of it? Larry, I had a, this, uh, this will go, number one, it'll date me. And number two, it connects to L.A., um, I had a, a client that literally was producing DVDs for the five big production houses that make movies. And uh, they were so scared of, you know, everything falling apart on December 31st at midnight in 1999, that they actually bought an entire skid of fax machines from me so that they could communicate back and forth. And they sent them to all their customers. So my goodness, we've come a long way since uh since then and so uh and uh we've now officially dated ourselves big time larry and all this but happy new year to everybody <laughs> and uh you know as we get started on this podcast we're gonna have a, a really great conversation today that i think is going to be very helpful um to us and hopefully to all of you as well in terms of of planning for not just this next year but this next decade ahead but I'd be remiss if we didn't start uh, without just giving a shout out to our good friends over at Send Out Cards. Um, one of the best things about this past year, Larry, I, I think you would agree hands down, is the friendships and relationships we've made um, with the great folks at Send Out Cards who are really uh, just doing incredible things to drive relationships. And, and I just I love the heart behind that company. You, you, you know, it. it Amen on that one. But what was really interesting is there was a lot of aha moments along the way in 2019 for selling from the heart. I think selling from the heart came to life in a way that I haven't seen it before at the send out cards event, because, you know, relationships matter and the human aspect behind those matter. And, you know, with the world of technology, it's so easy to connect with people, but yet it's so difficult to connect with people. And sometimes we just forget 
the simple things matter. And it's that tangible touch. It's just, hey, I was thinking about you. I appreciate you. And capturing those moments in a way that people will cherish. And that's the one that that's the biggest thing that I've gotten from send out cards. In fact, I, I mean, I, I plan out, I set aside time multiple times a week where I'll back send a bunch of send out cards. I'll that's do right. you know six, seven, eight at a time. Yep. Absolutely. And it's just, you'll be amazed at what starts to happen. If you really want to like, I always say, dig below the covers, dig below the covers, send somebody a card that they look at and go, I remember that moment. I remember exactly where I was at that moment. Thank you for thinking of me. Yeah, that's that's so strong. And if you want to try it out, um, you can do that one of two ways. Number one, if you want to just send a card to yourself or to one of your clients, go to cards dot selling from the heart dot net. The first one's on us, or I'm going to up the game. If you want me or Larry to send you a card, just PM either one of us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, uh, P- private message us, and we will send you a card personally. We'd love to connect with you. Well, Larry, this is a really great time. And I, you know, we were kind of laughing a few moments ago about thinking back to 1999 and, and the shift into the new new millennium. And oh my goodness, it's hard to, hard to believe that was 20 years ago. But I think this, this time right now where we're shifting the calendar, we're not just flipping uh, the, the, the calendar on a year, but we're actually flipping the calendar on a decade. You know, it's really gotten me thinking uh, two things. Number one, where was I 10 years ago? And what's happened in my life in the last decade? And then also, if I kind of fast forward the tape and go, wow, you know, if I'm sitting down and we're having this conversation 10 years from now, and Larry, I wholeheartedly hope that we are, you know, what, what do I want to be true of my life 10 years from now? And I think going through this exercise is something that, um, that is really, really powerful because it's very rarely rare in life that you get that long of a perspective to, to look back on and analyze and see the contrast. Well, I, I, I think even, you know, more importantly is I, I think sometimes we just fail to, you know, we use that old expression that's forever around is we forget to stop and smell the roses. You know, where have we been? Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately this is the time of year, right? Most people probably have their 2020 goals in some kind of sales capacity. You've probably put it together. Some have given it some thought, some better, you know, than others. Right. What are you going to do with it? And how many of us take that time and we look back, you know, where were we 10 years ago? I'm trying to, even when you just said that, I'm trying to remember, Daryl, where the heck was I 10 years ago? (laughs) Right. Let alone, where was I five years ago? There's a, there's a lot that's happened, but when we take that step back, that's great reflection time on goal planning. It really is. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Where, where were you 10 years ago? What, what, what was Larry Levine up to in business and life 10 years ago? Well, most, most of our listeners know, cause if they read the book, you're going to know that I came out of the office technology space. So 10 years ago, I was, very active in a office technology dealership, having the time of my life, really. Yeah. Um, you know, marketing, you know, it copiers and software and solutions. Cause that's how you and I met Daryl. It is, it is. And, uh, we met during the last 
last decade at some point, right? No, it was no, before it was that. Before, no, no, we met before that. Yeah, so we met, we met like in the mid 2000s. The uh, no, it's re- it's really incredible to look at. I mean, look at your life right now. The difference between a day in the life of of Larry Levine ten years ago in a you know doing really well, being highly successful in a little tiny corner of the world to Larry Levine of now 2020 with literally connections on every continent, clients uh, working with companies from Australia all the way over to Greece, um, you know, and everywhere in between. And look at what can change in a decade. It's really incredible. Yeah. And, and, and here, here's the thing, I mean, since it, this is what I want to throw out to people is you never know what's going to happen, you know, and, and, <laughs> so and, and it's so funny because you and I talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I talk about it to even, even my circle of influence is if you would have asked me five years ago, Hey, Larry, would you be do so now let's just take five years back. Cause I can remember five years ago, 10 years ago is a little bit challenging for me, <laughs> but I look five years ago, I could have looked you in the eye, Daryl, cause you would have known this and said, you know what? If you could project out to December 31st, 2019, would selling from the heart be where it's at today? And I'd look at you and go, what did you just say? <laughs> right, exactly. If someone, if someone had a told Larry Levine of December 31st, 2009, that, uh, that 10 years from now, you would, be, you would have influence um, all over the world and that you would be a best-selling author, you probably would have laughed him out of the room. Oh, I would have done more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings up a really good question, by the way. Um, and, and it really is something to think about. Like, what are the things that if someone, um, you know, so let's fast forward the tape now to, to, you know, it is December 31st, 2029, which seems inconceivable, right? That date. But that is what it will be 10 years from right now. Uh, we'll be flipping the calendar to 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 the 2030 decade. Um, what are the things that if someone walked up to you and said, Hey, by 2030, you'll be doing blank that you would laugh them out of the room. And, um, what if, you know, what if we were able to look at, at life and go, you know what? And maybe my initial reaction is, is laughing someone out of the room, but what if our follow-up reaction could be, Hmm, you know, well, like, what if that were a possibility? And and I think, uh, Larry, your story is really, really cool in terms of here's, you know, here's somebody 10 years ago, you know, doing really well, running, running through life, um, successful at what you do and, and really doing a, a great job at it. Um, but at the same time, being open to new ideas and new concepts 10 years later has landed you, you know, in a, in a really amazing place. And, and I think for all of us, that inspires me to just think, you know what, maybe, maybe in this season right now, maybe it's time for me to, maybe, maybe it's permission for me. And maybe we can give permission to all of our listeners to just dream a little bit and go, okay, well, what could life look like 10 years from now, even to the point of, you know, maybe, maybe to where some of the stuff we might dream of or think of seems inconceivable, but the impossible can happen. And I think looking at life in terms of a decade long horizon brings that to light. 
You know, you, you bring actually, uh, you bring up a couple great points is you never know what's going to happen. And I like the, I like what you just said around dreaming because, mm-hmm. um, I was, I was forced into dreaming. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I mean, right. But, but where, but where I'm going with this is, you know, sometimes you're just dealt something that you got to deal with. Yeah. Um, in sales, you know, we might lose a customer or we might lose our largest customer, right? And we just got to deal with it. Yeah, are you going to be bent out of shape and you're going to waller for a while? I get it. We've all been there. And I've walked through it. But you know what? If there's one thing that I could just look back on and just share if people say, hey, you know, where was I five years ago? Where am I at today? Hopefully the answer is you're in a better position today than you were five years ago. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, sometimes that's not the case, but you know, dreaming allows you to say, you know what, what could I do that's different? What takes me out of my comfort zone? Unfortunately, I got taken out of my comfort zone. It's probably the best learning experience I've ever gone through in my life. Mm -hmm. But I think that's what this time of the year looks. That's why when, when we were talking prior to the podcast, when you said, Hey, this is what I think we should talk about. This was brilliant stuff because we only look at things in one year increments. Some maybe do three and five. I get it. Right. Let's just take the average person who sets those goals. It may only be, here's my goals for 2020. Well, how did you develop those? Well, Mm -hmm. look back where you were in 2009 or 10, mm-hmm. look back mm-hmm. where you were at 15. Now, where are you at the end of 19? Right. Now do this, you know, do the same thing. And I go, man, amazing things happen if you open up your mind yeah. and challenge yourself. And Lord knows over the last four years, I've been challenged. Well, you know, it's interesting because if you look at just looking back. I mean, over- that made, I mean you, you understand what, you understand what I'm cooking up here? Totally. Totally. I think, you know, this... And that's why I think this is such a beautiful opportunity right now. Um, you know, I guess anyone, you could do this anytime, but there's something really compelling right now about the calendar flipping and, and it's, you know, I can put my hands on it. I can get my mind around looking back a decade and looking forward a decade. And, you know, you go back and you kind of measure the last 10 years. I think, you know, there's several different um, ways to measure the last 10 years, obviously in sales, you know, we look at, at the tangible results, you know, how much did I sell? How much money did I make? And all of those things are certainly important and good. Um, but just like companies today have multiple bottom lines, I think as sales professionals, you know, we, we should have multiple bottom lines as well. So not only how much money did I make, but what kind of impact did I leave behind? Um, what types of, what's my, you know, what, what's my relational yardstick right now? Um, am I, uh, you know, relationally, what does it look like 10 years ago to, to where the stat, status of my relationships are now with my clients, with my market, um, with my peers, with, with my uh, partners and, and all of that um, for, for business, all of this this yardstick is saying, what do my relationships look like? And I think another way to measure is also um, what type of impact have I had on the world? Um, You know, you look at over 10 years in terms of the way you've been able to give back to your community, 
um, to the world in general? What, what type of impact have you had along the way? And one of the things that's beautiful about the profession of sales is first of all, the, this, you know, the sales profession is highly relational. Um, so, you know, are, are we, are we building relationships? Are we, are we stronger uh, relationally than we were 10 years ago? And where do you want to be 10 years from now? Like, what do you want your relational dynamics to look like your network, your sphere of influence, um, to look like 10 years from now, there's some really cool and powerful, um, ways to vision and set goals around that. Because Larry, you say it as clear as anyone I've ever heard say it, your network is your net worth, right? And boy, I mean, the relationships, <laughs> I mean, and we're using you as a case study today, which no, is kind of fun, but I mean, just think about the relationships that you had 10 years ago. They were with clients in a given geography mainly. Um, now look at the relationships that you have today and the conversations that you're driving literally with people all over the world. It's incredible. Yeah. You know, in the, by the way, thank you is it's, it's interesting as you're, as you were saying that I'm looking back and I'm going, okay, where were my relationships 10 years ago? Right. My relationships, and, and I'd challenge our listeners to actually, you know, put your thinking caps on for a moment. Just imagine, you know, where, you, you know, as you're listening to this, I'm going to, you know, just do some dreaming. Think back mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Hey, where were you employed 10 years ago? What were you doing and what did your relationships look like? Right. Because, you know, networks were, you know, networks were networks, right? People were talking about it, not like it is today. Mm-hmm. Vastly different things happened over the last 10 years. Yeah. So, I mean, I look back at 2000. Nine two thousand ten. That's where I started uncovering the power of giving back. That's when I found out about you know getting involved in the community and lending a helping hand and doing all that. And I started building that type of a network. It wasn't until a couple of years later that I understood what networks were like. And if there's anything that I'd I'd ask and and, and implore people to start thinking about is. When you're dreaming, you're thinking about where you want to be five years from now or three years from now, or even, you know, sitting here in 2029 is I'm going to encourage you. You have to start developing networks, mm-hmm. develop center centers of influence networks, center, you know, develop friendship networks, develop client networks, prospect networks, um, I don't care what it is. Start putting buckets of networks together. And I remember this as plain as day. And he was a past guest on Selling from the Heart. It's John Ferrara. So for those of you guys who don't know, John Ferrara is the CEO of Nimble. And I remember having lunch with John about three, four months ago. It's not even any longer than that. And it was right after he came on the podcast. And I remember sitting there having lunch with John. And he said, you know something, Larry, he goes, because I shared with him my backstory and what led me up to this, which is basically the power of relationships and the power of networking. Mm -hmm. And he goes, in sales today, the defining factor between a sales rep and another sales rep is going to be the influence they have in their networks. Yeah. And I want listeners to think yeah. about that for a second, because I'm going to throw a question on you. And that's the question that I had to face 
and I remember the call that I made to Daryl about this, is how are you expecting to get noticed in a marketplace when nobody knows you exist? And I want you to think about that in the respective city or the county or the township that you all market in is you have to worry about getting noticed there. Now I want you to think about a company who might market their products all over. How are you going to get noticed in a marketplace that nobody knows you exist? Well, friends, you know, four years ago, and it's not even four years ago. What is it, Daryl? Two and a half years ago, the podcast started. Yep. And, you know, I remember it and you're going to go, you know, what are two guys going to talk about that anyone's going to even listen to? Right. And I remember that, but there's other language that was involved in it. And here we, here we are today and selling from the heart. The book's been out, what, 15 months. Mm-hmm. And the message is spread all over the world. Well, it's how do you get noticed in a marketplace that nobody knows you exist? You have to start becoming influencers in networks. It's the power of where we're at today. And that's what I'd ask as you as you start dreaming about goals is where does that sit in your goal planning? I think that's really powerful because, you know, once again, you can look out, you can look back over the last 10 years, you could pull a calculator out, you could add up how much commission you made and, and all of that, which by the way, I think you should, it's, it would be kind of cool to look at that over a 10 year horizon. Um, you could fast forward that 10 years financially, but also I think to do that at the level of relationship, your network, you go, what is, what did my network look like 10 years ago? Um, what does it look like now? And, and what, what would I really like to be seen as, um, 10 years from now? What, what type of influence would I like to have? And, uh, you know, the more you grow that net influence, network, net worth. I mean, it is, there's a direct correlation. And I think there's another, another level as well to look back and look forward on. And that is just, it's a little, a little more um, elusive. It's going to take a little more um, self-reflection, if you will. But it's that question of how's your heart? And, you know, if you take a look back and you look at, at, at your heart, 10 years ago, you look at your heart today. Totally know, different. Totally different. Amazing, right. I, I, I started my journey of the heart in the fall of 2009. I remember it clear as day. And for me, it started with a book called wild at heart. It was, it just yeah. started unlocking um, things in my life. And I got to say, Larry, when I started that journey to uh, discovering my heart, living out of my heart, um, and letting go of some things that were kind of stuck down there that needed to be let go of, um, and and really out of that, it opened up a whole new world for me. And uh, I loved, I remember the moment two and a half years ago when, uh, when you said, Hey, we should start a podcast. And I, I was, I was admittedly skeptical. Um, but I said, what do you want to call it? When you said selling from the heart, I was like, I'm in that's, that's a great topic because there is a journey. I think all of us take in terms of discovering who we really are, um, a journey into authenticity, a journey in it, it, it's, it is a deep self-discovery journey. We talked last week to Tia Christensen about, awakening your heart. But I mean, if you look and go, how was your heart 10 years ago? How is it now? And where would you like to be 10 years from now? Yeah. You know, you, boy, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to even pull on something that you just said, because um, I, I, it was interesting. I had a conversation this morning 
I haven't even told you this, Daryl, but I had, I had a conversation this morning. Some gal reached out to me who started, you know, it seems like every now and then it's like every other month I get asked to be on these authenticity podcasts. It's really interesting. Um, and I never turn them down, but before I say yes, I want to talk to the person. Mm-hmm. I want to find out, you know, what is it about me and my message that resonates with you? And what was interesting is this person this morning said, I listened to your authenticity series podcast you did with Tia Christensen. Mm-hmm. And I love the amount of stories that you, that you shared because I could relate to them. So where am I going with this is we all have stories, right? We all have gifts to give people. Mm-hmm. And I'm sharing this because as I, and, and you've seen it as I travel around the U S and even outside the U S and I start talking to salespeople and sales teams and leaders. And they start understanding that, you know, I'm delivering something that's coming from my heart because I walk through freaking fire doing this. I mean, I've been at the bottom of the bottom you know, under uncovering who I am and the message that I want to deliver. And I'm seeing, and I'm going to be careful when I say this, but I, I don't want our listeners to think like I'm pointing fingers specifically at you because I'm not, is I'm seeing salespeople that are broken. I'm seeing salespeople that are unsure of who they are. I'm seeing salespeople who are lacking confidence that quite frankly are quite successful, but they've never taken the time to look inside of who they are. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting. And it goes back to, you know, even, you know, Christian Grasso, our dear friend is he's, you know, the same thing is a broken heart will always deliver broken things. Right. Yeah. And Tia Christensen unit said, you know, you got to awaken the heart. The message through selling for the heart is, you know, sales is tough and sales is brutal to a lot of people. But it becomes even more difficult when you're unsure of who you are inside, when you mm. don't understand your story, you, you can't articulate value, you're struggling to clearly define you, then you got to layer on top of that, I got to market my company's products and services, and I got to hit quota, and I got to get a paycheck, and I got to handle screaming customers, and all that, you see where I'm going? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I read, I'm, I'm so tracking with this, and I read, uh, you brought up Christian Grasso and he invited you and I to participate in this project. The we I don't know that we've talked about it that much in the podcast since Chris was on, but I just got my copy of the book, The Wow Factor, Word of the Week. You can go to wowfactormovement.com and, and find this book. But I started reading it this morning. I'm going to do a word every week. So we're kicking off a new week. And um, the first chapter was on attitude and uh, at the beginning of each chapter, they're defining the word. And the definition uh, that was presented for attitude is a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something. And um, I, it just, I circled it on the page, settled. And I would say one of the biggest differences between me here today and, and 10 years ago, and a lot of this has been because of the journey of the heart, is I'm way more settled in terms of who I am and, um, you know, what is important to me, um, what makes me tick, um, and you know, what, what my value is that I bring to the world. I'm so much more settled in that 
than I was 10 years ago. And it's been a journey over the last 10 years to get there. There's been a lot of excavation, if you will, um, to get to that point. But the reality is, um, I think one of the biggest differences in my life at the level of the heart is just that settledness in who I am. And um, it's brought a lot more peace to my life. But the other thing is, it's given me a foundation to look forward and go, okay, based on what I've learned over the last decade, this is starting to inform and guide my choices, my strategies for the decade that's ahead of us right now. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's interesting because, um, if we, if we look back, right. So let's just take, let's just take the age everybody is right now. <laughs> and 10 years from now, obviously, I mean, it doesn't take a freaking rocket scientist to figure out you're going to be 10 years older, 10 years from now, but your way of thinking is going to be different. If you look back, you know, and you're older than I am. So you'll understand this is, <laughs> It's just a running inside joke, people. Uh, so, it's just one of those things. You're and, both grandparents now, Larry. That you know, is the both, crazy thing that happened the last is, 10 years. Oh, yeah, my gosh. But, but here, so that, this is what I want. This is what I want our younger listeners to think about. And I love our younger listeners because they, they really, I mean, they're the future of, of this world is you might think some of this you may not be able to resonate with. It may not sink in all the way. All I'm asking you to do is keep an open mind to it because I promise you, as you listen to this and rewind it and rewind it and listen to it again, and maybe listen to it halfway through the year, the older you get, the more some of this starts to become into focus. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. I think that, um, you know, when I'm we're just thinking about all of this, um, I just, I want to challenge our listeners to really take advantage of this time right now. I mean, this, you know, this time only comes along once every 10 years where we flip into a new decade. It is a great time to, uh, to sit down and focus. And, and I, I'm really looking forward to it, Larry. I take, you know, I take a sabbatical every 90 days. I do a big one at the beginning of the year where I get off the grid and plan and I look back and look forward. I'll be doing that, doing that over the next three days, which I'm really looking forward to, to doing that. I mean, that's where I've done a lot of this excavation work is during those times. But I, I just, I want to challenge everybody listening to the podcast to, to do some deep work in this, at this time, look back. Um, and I think these three levels that we've talked about are really good levels to evaluate yourself on and kind of start dreaming one just pure career wise right how much money did you make what did you do in your career where would you like to be those those are great questions the next level though is relationally what what did what is your relation relationship landscape look like right now what's the quality of your relationships how much influence do you have where were you 10 years ago and where would you like to be 10 years from now. And then now just go down one floor deeper, you know, how's your heart? How are you doing inside? What's going on? Where were you 10 years ago? What progress have you made? And I think one of the things that um, along that line would be extremely helpful to, uh, to all of our listeners, if you haven't gotten a copy of the Selling from the Heart self-reflection journal, uh, you can get one right now. We'll put it in the show notes, but it's actually really simple. You just go to our website, sellingfromtheheart.net slash 
journal and you can download the self-reflection journal. And Larry, I think one of the best, it's, it's maybe the best part of the selling from the heart book. Isn't the book itself. It's that journal where you just challenge people to their core to ask some of the really deep, uh, deep questions and, and to begin to do some mining and some excavating to find uh, your true authentic self. Yeah. And I'll even, excuse me, I'll even layer one on top of that is, you know, the gift. And and I shared with you my gift, Mm -hmm. you know, before the podcast is everybody, all of our listeners has a gift. And I promise if you read the book and at the end of each chapter, you, you take that self-reflection journal based on each chapter, not only you'll uncover the best version of yourself, but you might uncover that gift and that gift could be the best present that you ever give your clients and your family and your employer. Yeah. And when we're talking about the gift, we're talking about, you know, the one thing, like what is, what is the thing that you are created uh, on this earth to bring to the world? And um, you know, I I love the journey uh, that you've been taking Larry in terms of that gift has really started to come into focus for you. And that's, uh, that's exciting. Cause I think when, when a gift comes into focus, it's kind of like a magnet. It's like when you're a kid, you have that magnifying glass and you just get it right into focus and the grass catches on fire. I don't know if you did that growing up. I certainly did a lot of that, but you know, there's, it's like when we can understand, this is why this work of the heart is so important. So we can distill that down and understand the one thing that, um, you know, that you bring to the world that's uniquely yours, then you can light a fire. And then things get really exciting, which means, you know, we might have to rip that the band-aids off and we might have to rip the mask off. Yeah. And I'm going to encourage our listeners, you know, in 2020, rip the band-aids off and rip the mask off. Because there's a lot of people that will say they're okay, but are you really okay? Yeah, that's uh, that's so good. One thing I will say, you know, that I've learned over this last decade related to that is as foreboding as that sounds and as, you know, painful or even maybe unnecessary sometimes as that sounds to do that deep heart work, um, as scary as it might be, the reality is um, in the areas of my life where I've done that hard work, things are totally different today than they were 10 years ago. And, um, you know, I, I kind of got thrown headlong into that journey of self-discovery myself, but I'm so grateful for that because, uh, the man I am today is, is so much better for having done that excavation. And that's where, you know, I look forward and project forward 10 years and go, wow, you know, based on how, how far I've come in so many different ways in my life for the last decade, Larry, imagine what it's going to be like 10 years from now if we keep having that courageous journey and pressing forward and pressing deeper at the same time. It's, it's tough stuff, yeah. but I, I will tell you that from personal experience, it works. It, you, you may not, some of you guys might not think about it now, but it does work. Yeah. Because I've, I've, had, I've had to do the deep soul searching, just like Daryl has, um, but you know what? You find out something about yourself that you never found out before that you can take to the world. And that's where he said, you know, use this time to uncover what your gift is. Yeah. So, well, 
to everyone in the Selling from the Heart community, first of all, I just want to say uh, thank you. It is, you know, th- this last year has been an incredible honor to all of the guests who've been on Selling from the Heart. Uh, we'll be publishing a blog post here real soon with the top 10 episodes um, in terms of, of uh, downloads and listens. I mean, we've met some incredible people this past year. We've met many of you inside the audience, either digitally or some of you face-to-face. I just want to say it is an incredible honor. Thank you to everyone who uh, is out there fighting on the front lines, being authentic, bringing your true self to what you do, um, being genuine in, in, in the sales profession. And um, I, I just can't, I can't say how thankful I am, Larry, for, um, for all of the, the folks we've gotten to meet this last year. It's been incredible. What, what's, what's been the, what's been the biggest thing. And, and sometimes I pinch myself is the amount of messages that I get that say, Hey, this is what it's meant to me. Right. right. I read your book and this is what it's meant to me. I read your last blog post. This is what it's meant to me. I just, I just got a message sent to me that just floored me yesterday from a salesperson who I spent some time with him and his team. And I never thought this person would ever take it serious until I got a message from this person yesterday. And he says, I want to let you know that the coaching and the training you did with me and my sales team, though in the beginning, I didn't take it to heart. I took it to heart. I read your book. I did the self-reflection journal. I listened to the podcast and I read your blogs. And I made a commitment to become more sincere and bring more substance to the to my clients. And I'm now the number one salesperson on my sales team this year. Oh man, that's so good. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, Hey everybody, thank you so much. Um, and, uh, this will be coming out just at the beginning of the new year. So on behalf of, uh, Larry and me, and, uh, just, we just want to wish you a happy new year, happy new decade. And we want to challenge you to take a deep dive and really look back so you can look forward. I, you said it the best. <laughs> I've left Larry speechless. <laughs> well, in that case, till next week. Dude, I thought, hey, dude, I thought you were wrapping it up, and then you <laughs> stopped, man. It was like that pause. Okay, Levine, are you going to say something, dude? That's good. I'm just trying to create a blooper reel for the podcast that we can publish <laughs> later. <laughs> All right, well, till next week. Keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, look back and look forward. And most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.